0: 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Kyle Connor scores two goals in the third period. The Winnipeg Jets win their fourth in a row, knocking off the Edmonton Oilers 4-2 tonight at Rogers Place. The Oilers, after being badly outshot the last couple of games and by a wide margin on average over their last six finally get the advantage on the shot clock tonight 38-25 including 12-3 in the third period but Connor Hellebuck holds the fort with 36 saves and it means the Oilers drop game three of their four-game homestand thanks a lot for tuning in tonight it's 10 minutes to 10 and of course the biggest story in the sports world tonight is that the NBA has suspended its season after a player tested positive for the coronavirus. That player is believed to be Utah Jazz player Rudy Gobert. So that season is suspended. The National Hockey League and the National Hockey League Players Association basically saying that they're taking the night to think it over and probably more news tomorrow. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown inside Rogers Place. So we'll have a lot to get to tonight, Rob. We will uh we'll start with the game. Yep. And as I said, finally the Oilers win the shot clock. But I mean, I just had that feeling coming in. Eventually they're going to outshoot a team like they've been outshot. And hot goalie, bad bounce, whatever,
1: it won't go their way. And that's what happened tonight. Well, we just talked, Bob and I, about the fact that sport is cruel because it's not always the better team that wins. And tonight, the Oilers were the better team. Uh, the, the game against Columbia, a couple, well, a couple of the games they've played as of late, they weren't the better game, team in the game. They they got outplayed, uh, they got a couple breaks, and they got better goaltending and got points out of those games. Tonight, this was a game that they were clearly the better team. They came into the third period tied and dominated the third period. Shots 12-3, unfortunately, of the three shots, two went in against the Edmonton Oilers. So it was just a, 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 a night where... There's a, a, a number of positives. This was a much better Oiler team. They, they created chances. They had two lines going tonight. I, I thought Leon's line was excellent. I thought Connor was... This might have been the best game Cassian has played uh, since he's come back from his suspension. And, and, and he was creating things. He was physical. So many good things that came out of this game other than the fact that they didn't get any points. So it's, it's something to build on, hopefully. Uh, there'll be games coming up or, or possibly there'll be games come up and they can build off it and, and continue to go forward in the right direction. But to me, despite the fact they didn't get points, this is the best game outside of Nashville they've played in their last six or seven.
0: Kyle Connor's game winner was on a breakaway set up by Blake Wheeler, 29 seconds into the third period. Leon Dreisettle had possession of the puck just inside the Jets' blue line. What happened on that
1: play? Well, uh, both defensemen decided to jump up into the play and You can't. Uh, I mean, it's a tie game, and Clefbaum and Larson are the shutdown pairing, and they're out there to play against the top line of the Winnipeg Jets, and that's the the Wheeler line with um, with Connor on the wing, who is as hot a player as there is uh, in the National Hockey League, and both defensemen jump up, and what happens on that is you put so much pressure on the player with the puck to not make a mistake. Because if, if a mistake comes, it's it's catastrophic. I mean, if the mistake happens, we're talking that Winnipeg has a... It's either a two-on-one with Leon playing defense or Leon, he he attacked the, the forward with the puck and hoped to, to knock it down and then it turned into a breakaway. If Larson or Clefbaum stays back where they're supposed to, if one defenseman stays back, it's a two-on-two and probably no trouble at all. So the Oilers, uh, I mean, it, it's going to look like the play that... Um, dry settle made was the one that caused the problem but it, it, it's an uh, unwritten rule and actually in a lot of dressing rooms it's a written rule. You, you need to always have a guy behind the puck carrier. You always have to have protection. You have to have a safety valve. The Oilers didn't and we've seen that a few times this year where the Oilers have gotten caught because everybody is sold out offensively and you just can't do that. Not in a 2-2 game not against the other team's top line because they'll make you pay.
0: Four-two, the Jets win it tonight. And as you mentioned, the Oilers did have a lot of chances. And I thought Tyler Ennis and Kyler Yamamoto were around the net a lot. Pucks bouncing into the crease. A couple that looked like they were right on the goal line. They just couldn't finish. Yamamoto, we've seen that from him a lot. Ennis has been a little up and down, but I thought that was his best game. Of oh, the
1: couple. I, I agree. En- Ennis was fantastic in this game. He was creating. He was keeping plays alive. Uh, physical a couple times out there. Yamamoto had a huge hit early in this hockey game. Uh, I get he had, that was probably his best game in the last uh, few weeks. Their line created. Every time they were out there, they created. And it it's probably, you look at the stats and it was a minus two night for the line, but it it, it wasn't that kind of night. They did ha- they had zero puck luck. So many great scoring chances they had. They probably could have had a couple more. They, they, they passed off a couple that they shouldn't have. But it was a night where the top two Oilers lines were dominant. The the Wheeler, the Wheeler, Connor, Shifley line I, I were, were hemmed into their own zone most of the night, yet come out of it on a positive because of a couple bad breaks. So it was uh, disappointing on the scoreboard, disappointing for the fans going home, not seeing the victory, but I think there was, this was probably the best the Oilers have played in a while. So to me, that's a bit of a positive.
0: 4-2. The Jets take it. Let's start post-game reaction with Oilers head coach Dave Tippett, courtesy of GCL Diesel. Genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices. GCLDiesel.com.
2: Well, Dave, we'll get to the bigger stuff first in a sec. But just your thoughts on the game. Connor said it was karma. You've had some games made and you deserve to win in tonight. Uh, their goalie was the difference in the third.
3: Yeah, we had more chances. I mean, we played better as a team tonight than we did in the last few games, and we uh, Had some chances, didn't capitalize on them some chances, and made a couple mistakes that they capitalized on. It's the difference in the game.
2: The uh, the NBA news obviously is is pretty big with that league. uh, Suspending their play and the NHL is going to make a decision tomorrow. I know the players don't think about it during the game, but now that it's over, just kind of what's your thoughts on what lies ahead
3: for your league? You know what, I just talked to Ken for a minute there, so it's just, it hits you so hard. Like, I I don't know. I guess we just wait to that meeting tomorrow and... uh, and see the direction you want to go i mean it's it's obviously it's not just a sports thing it's a life thing so you know we'll we'll just follow the directive of the uh nhl and the nhlpa what they decide and and it's kind of unprecedented so you know it's we'll just read and react as it comes along you've been in the game for years and years and years any you know, do the way
4: you feel right now—does it compare to the way you've ever felt before?
3: Yeah, it's—it's—it is different. Like there's, there's, your feelings are, are uh, a little bit of bewilderment. You know, like you're, you're, you understand that this is a world health crisis, but you know, we've never gone through anything like this, and nothing that has affected the game like this. Um, you understand when you're going through you know lockouts and things like that but the the game is you know there's a business part of the game but this is a health part of the game this is a life part of the game and uh, it affects everybody not just the hockey or not just sports so uh, it's uh, you know, it's a turbulent time in the world and we'll just have to deal with it as it comes.
4: Did you, one last question did you know during the game about the NBA and, and what would next steps be for Dave Tippett the Edmonton Oilers?
3: It's to be determined you know we we uh when we came in after the first period uh somebody up on it and you know it's in the back of your mind but you got a game to try to win so but after the game there we all got together and just talked about it for a minute and we'll show up tomorrow and after that meeting we'll just kind of we'll get direction from uh from the league and just see where everything goes
0: uh, Oscar Kleppbaum this morning said, you know, it's tough to close your eyes and, and focus on hockey at a time like this. Uh, hmm. I know it's a tough question, but for you, would you want to have a hiatus and, and shut things down for a little while and, and let things settle?
3: You know what? That's a question for uh, the people that understand what's going on a lot more than me. Um, you know, there's, there's a health crisis in the world. You deal with that, but how it affects you personally or how it affects our team. We still have to find that out.
0: Well, that's right. We'll see about that. That's Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach, after the Oilers lose 4-2 to the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Scoreless first period, two goals for each team in the second period. And then, as Rob and I mentioned, Kyle Connor gets two in the third period. We are going to break for the 10 o'clock news and weather here in about a minute. Your feedback is welcome, 780-496-0063. That is the number to both call and text. Two goals for the Oilers means a $50 donation to 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous from Ascendant Financial. When the name of the game is life, there's Ascendant Financial. Visit CoveredAlberta.ca. They give $25 for every goal the Oilers score throughout the season. Ennis gets his 16th of the year, second as an Oiler. McDavid gets his 34th. Beautiful play, cutting across the crease, out waiting. Connor Hellebuck and finding a little bit of room to tuck it in. Great pass by Cassian to get that one started. Both, uh, each, uh, we'll talk about this as we go along too. Both goalies had a gaff trying to handle the puck that gave the other team a bit of a, bit of a freebie going in. Tyler Ennis's goal was nine seconds into the second period. The Oilers' record for the fastest goal to start a period uh, way back in 1984. Glenn Anderson scored seven seconds into the third in a 9-1 win over the Los Angeles Kings. All right, we'll be back in a couple of minutes for more on the Oilers' loss to the Jets. Overtime open line is presented by Heartland Ford. A clear by the Jets, right-hand side. Here's a centering pass to the net, backhand and wide, safely denied by Mike Smith. That is Mike Smith's save of the game, courtesy Jiffy Lube, keeping you moving into warmer weather. Smith with 21 stops tonight on 24 shots. Jets also got an empty netter to beat the Oilers 4-2. Kyle Connor got the empty netter. He missed a great chance. Well, right after the Oilers pulled him, Mike Smith uh, with 2.25 to go. Connor had a shot at the empty net with 2.12 left. The Oilers had some pretty good looks. Well, mm-hmm. they had, they were buzzing a little bit with the, the goalie on the bench. It was uh, a game with just one power play. And I got to say this. I, I realize the whistles get put away a little bit. But I thought a couple of the non-calls tonight. It, it's one thing to put the whistles away. It's another thing to not enforce calls where players were in jeopardy. I mean, Leon, that's an obvious penalty. I mean, he he, slammed Ehlers without the puck into the glass out of anger. Yeah. And then, I mean, and then Yamamoto got blatantly, like, I understand you don't want to maybe influence the game, but that's a call, that's a power play each team should have. Had.
1: Well, uh, uh, the one to me was the one at the end where Drysaddle got head hit head first in the boards. Drysaddle was turning his body, but it was still a cross check to the back, and Leon went face first into the boards. Yes, uh, uh, at this time of season, and, and come playoff time, penalties are, are rare, and it's usually if there's someone takes away a goal-scoring chance or there's one that looks like it, it could have intent to injure or it, it could put a player in a, a vulnerable spot. So it's fine if you don't want to give the little hooks in the, in the neutral zone, the little grabs on the sweaters, things like that. But, yes, Leon was mad. He, he was upset. He was frustrated. And he absolutely... Ellers, first play, first face into the boards, right in front of the referee. No call.
0: Like I, I was stunned. That was Oh, called.
1: shocked. And then, again, Yamamoto. And he, I know that Yamamoto was a smaller player, and it probably doesn't take as much to put him down as it would to put Connor or Leon or Cassian down. But it was a, I mean, it was a, the guy could have broke his stick across his back. It was vicious. And then the one at the end, and this is where I thought, Minnesota, or Minnesota, Winnipeg had four incredible chances at an empty net. It was like they missed a wide-open net, then a cleft bomb stick blocks one, then another player block. It was like, wow, the Oilers are going to tie this up. And Leon comes down, he gets the puck in the corner, he tries his little escape move, and gets absolutely drilled from behind, head first into the boards. Again, that is a penalty. That is incumbent on the defensive player to not hit a player in a vulnerable position. And he and he did. So, and I'm I'm normally not... On referees, and I understand that...
0: I mean, we, we discuss we it. Did, People yeah. ask. That's but fine. But
1: these ones, and again, and we're t- saying both ways. There were vicious plays both ways that have to be called. And it, it was, to me, embarrassing that the referees did not make those calls. I mean, fine if you don't want to call a little slash in the neutral zone. Yeah. I, I'm fine with that. I mean, what that.
0: Feeler's head hits the glass and he's concussed. Well, and Leon's potentially getting suspended on a play where there wasn't a penalty.
1: You're right. And then the one where Leon goes face first on the board, you saw his neck twist when he went in there. So absolutely hor- horrific that the ref didn't make those two calls. Those were blatant. Those were obvious. The other day when uh, the defense, I can't remember which, was it Schmidt? When Vegas, he holds the puck a little long. Again, I'm not... Horribly upset with that one because right. there, sometimes you give a guy a little extra time. Could
0: have been time. called and the refs are saying, okay, we're, 90 we're, seconds left in a tight game. Yeah,
1: we're not gonna, that's not going to be the call because you had it a split second too long. But when you hit a guy uh, face first into a boards, and both teams did it tonight, that's got to be called. That has I don't care if it's playoff, I don't care. It's game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals. That's gotta be called, so shame on the refs for not calling them.
0: All right, Jets win at four two. Kyle Connor finishing a couple of chances. Liney and Wheeler also scoring for them. So Rob, the NBA suspended season, nothing from the NHL, and, and we'll hear some more here from uh from both dressing rooms as, as we move along as well. You heard what Dave Tippett had to say about it. Um so put on your your players hat for a second. Mm-hmm. You walk off the ice tonight, yep, and you, I mean, Tippett said they, I guess they found out during the first intermission, but you know yeah, what I'm saying. You, yeah. you kind of now have a second to sit there and process it and say, oh, another major pro league in North America is deciding not to play games. So...
1: To me, I'm thinking this is the end of the season for now. I think the, the season, if I'm a player in the dressing room, I think the season is being suspended, and I would expect it to. Uh, I mean, there's, an, a, there's a country, a country of 60 million in Italy. Like, we're not talking a, a third-world country. We're talking first-world that is quarantined the entire country There's 60 million people under quarantine because of this virus. The United States and Canada we're just at the beginning of this. It hit us later than it did China and Europe. So this is just the beginning. If the NBA doesn't think it's safe for the for their basketball players and their fans to be in that type of setting then how can the NHL say it's okay for the NHL They share 11 arenas yeah it's it and it's more or less the exact same thing i mean you're either coming to watch you're watching a sporting event in front of you so to me and and these players they got families they got uh relatives they got uh when they start traveling little kids they, going to they school. got little kids going to school now if you if you got a, if you got a family at home and now you're flying, and you're going on the road, and you're you're going into the airports, and you're going into hotels, and you're having food in the restaurants. Uh, I honestly, I believe that Alberta is is one of the safest places you can be right now for this virus. But these players aren't playing all their games at home; they are traveling, and there's players that are coming from other rinks, other teams. I mean, there's an NBA player now that has been diagnosed with, with the virus. Uh, he's the guy that got into it the other night with a Raptor player. Now they're I'm sure that the Raptor player is going to be tested to make sure that he didn't get it from this guy. So uh, this is a it's a pandemic and they call it a pandemic for a reason because it's it's scary. So I would imagine the players in the dressing room would expect that the season will be put in a timeout and then over over the course of this timeout, they will decide if and when. Uh, They're able to start playing. And and there's logistics that are going to be really hard to figure out. I mean, do you finish the season? Do you start the playoffs? Is it a shortened playoff season? All of those things. But for safety... I don't believe the NHL is going to continue playing.
0: Well, I'll touch on some of the possibilities, and I hope everybody listening to it realizes Rob and I are doing this in the context of the National Hockey League and a sports show, and we realize that a sports league is not priority number no. one with what's happening. But because we host a hockey show, we'll talk about the potential impact. If the season is suspended, that means suspended. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean canceled. It means it could be picked up and finished, or it means they could say that's it for the regular season. And they, in that case, they would they would probably not look at points to do the standings. They would look at points percentage, mm-hmm. which wouldn't alter a lot. But then, if you have a game in hand and you're a point behind somebody, you could wind up ahead of that team yes. on the points percentage. And John Shannon touched on this. And actually, this 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 wouldn't surprise me even if there, there's not a not a delay or not a long delay. Playoffs could very well be best of five series.
1: Yep. Well, they do, the thing is, if there is any sort of delay, they do not want the NHL doesn't want to play into July. They just don't, right. for for a lot of reasons, and one of is it, it, the longer you play, the shorter the off season, and now these players are coming back again, and you're asking, you know, that's where injuries can come into play at the beginning of next year because the guys don't get their proper time off in, in the summertime. So, I, I, I mean, again, we're just guessing on it because this never happened, and. Well, 1919. Well, number, uh, I mean, never totally happened different. in our lifetime. Uh, maybe Jim Matheson was around covering it back then, but you and I weren't around. Uh,
0: and, I mean, totally different methods of travel and population density and, and, and things like that. The Stanley Cup final, uh, because of the outbreak of the Spanish flu, which was which was deadly.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: I mean, it, uh, just checking out, infected about a quarter of the world's population. And there was what, tens of
1: millions that died in that. So...
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, it's hard to come up with a playbook for this, um, but uh, we'll see what the NHL announces tomorrow. The NBA has suspended its season. The Oilers do lose four two to the Jets. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three is how you can reach us. Marco is on the line. Marco, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going,
5: guys? How are good. you tonight? Good, good. I guess I don't know. I'm just calling it from the reference of a fan who's also a season's ticket holder, and it i'm, I'm going to reference this from the beginning that i understand it's a world crisis and it's not the nhlpas or the nhl's fault it's just disappointing to hear that this is likely going to happen and it's just disheartening that a franchise that has struggled so much in the last 11 12 years that likely is going to have a playoff birth may not even be able to experience uh fans in the stands i just and, and expressing disappointment that uh, this unfortunate circumstance come to be. And I just wanted your thoughts on that and how that affects your guys' mentality of how, I guess, next season will pose in terms of a fan's point of view.
0: Well, well I can't uh, – I mean, I don't mean to be dismissive, Margaret, but from a fan's point of view, I, I, I'm not a fan. So you're, I think you're speaking for your perspective as a fan. I think the NHL – will want to have a postseason, even if they have to suspend part of the season or delay it. Oh,
1: I agree. I think they will, too. That's where they make their money. Um, I, I I think what should happen is they suspend the season tomorrow, and, and they wait it out, and they see, you know, how... The North America reacts to the virus. Uh, does it continue to expand? Are they able to slow it down? Nobody knows. And and the, the the thing for the NHL and the NBA and these leagues, they can't be the ones making the decisions based solely on fans, based on finances. Uh, they got to listen to the experts, to so the people that who've spent their whole lives studying. You know, viruses, studying pandemics, studying uh, illness. I mean, w- you and I—we are we're in here talking about it. But uh, I mean, I got two semesters at the University of the College of Caribou. I'm not—I'm not a pro at this kind of thing. But I'm—I'm I'm looking at what's going on in the world. I read the newspapers. I read what's happening in Europe and now what's seeing in clusters throughout the United States. It's—it's it's scary, and you got to do what you can do best to prevent the spread. And if that means... Not playing sporting events for a while and if that is what they think is going to help slow the spread of this virus down, well then that's what they should do. As for uh, Oiler's fans, yeah obviously you're disappointed but I think I would be more scared that if we continue going and all of a sudden this breaks out and it gets even worse and we're like, well was it really worth it to see the team in the playoffs now we've got the the spiking of, of illness in, in the province. So, uh, yeah, obviously uh, we're all a disappointment. I mean, this is our livelihood too. So if the Oilers aren't playing, Reed and I aren't coming here doing our job. So that part sucks. But I think the bottom line is you have to do what is best for society in combating this pandemic and this virus. And whatever that is, you go with it and you, you work around it whenever you're allowed to come back and play and do it again.
0: Jets win 4-2. The first star tonight, Blake Wheeler. Here he is for BDO First Call. Debt Solutions, Bankruptcies and Consumer Proposals, Licensed Insolvency Trustees. That yeah,
6: was a weird game. Um, you know, we had some pretty awesome efforts uh, at our goal line to keep pucks out. And uh, our goalie, goalie was really good again. Um, you know, so I think we just kind of stayed with it and allowed the game to evolve. And, you know, we were able to get some opportunities that we were able to capitalize on. Was this a tough game to play? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I think after the first period, um, guys caught wind that the NBA, uh, well, you know, suspended their games, and uh, so then you know it, it kind of has a has an odd feeling to it. You know, so I think the second period was uh, was a reflection of that. You know, there's some uh, some interesting stuff going on both ways, and and uh, you know, I think going into the third, you know, we kind of regrouped a little bit and and decided, uh, you know, we've played some pretty good hockey this year let's um let's play the way we we know how and try to buckle down and get two points ultimately tomorrow's out of our hands but uh you know we're in a game right now so let's try to win it
7: players on both teams talking to each other or even with the officials out
6: there a little bit yeah i mean i was talking to leon uh you know before the second period and i didn't even know he was like to hear about the nba and uh so that was kind of crazy and the refs refs were talking about it too so um you know just un- unusual an unusual you know kind of night uh, uh overall you know i think the way things have been unfolded the last you know few days and Certainly going into the game tonight, uh, you know, our pregame meals, our pregame skates, our, you know, everything pretty much leading up to the game was talking about this. And, um, you know, Andrew Kopp and I were talking, uh, it's going to be wild looking at our phones after a couple hours of playing. And, you know, shoot, we didn't even, barely got the puck drop and dominoes were already falling. So um, it's a crazy time right now. So what, how do you, saw this coming? The NBA? Yeah. Yeah, you know, ultimately I think uh, that was that was kind of a shock. I think I think um what it was gonna take was a player, you know, getting getting sick. Um and then from there there's really no choice. So um it just seems like it's a waiting game and, and uh you don't know what's what's gonna happen next. Uh ultimately, you know, like I said, we we had an opportunity to play a game tonight and kind of take a break from it a little bit. Hopefully we entertained our people back home and, you know, the, the people here at Edmonton and could think about something else other than that for a couple hours. And uh, so that's that's kind of how we stand on it right now. So how do you kind of approach that now, just yourself for the next couple of days with not playing until Saturday? I don't know. You know, it's uh, – I think you, you just have to – approach it like we have an off day tomorrow and we're going to practice on uh friday and prepare to play a game on saturday until we're told differently you know there's really nothing else we can do um you know the league is gonna definitely have the best interest of first off you know the players and the fans and you know everyone that's involved in making this league what it is so um You know, you just trust that uh, the information they're getting is going to be relayed and, you know, take the proper steps to make sure the safety is obviously right now. that's, That's all that matters.
0: All right, that is the Winnipeg Jets' Blake Wheeler. First star tonight, Kyle Connor. Second star, Darnell Nurse. The third star. Pretty intelligent comments there from yep. Wheeler, and we just have to see where it goes. Uh, Rob, we'll give it a fourth star tonight for West Point of Windermere, a private estate lot-only community just off Terwilliger Drive. Visit whiteeaglehomes.ca. We almost always pick an oiler, but I think it's Hellebuck is worth mentioning tonight. Well, he had a, a, saves.
1: you know what? He did have a fantastic but You know what? Let's give it to Tyler Annis. I thought Tyler Annis had a strong game tonight. Um... Asking to do uh, what Ryan Nugent Hopkins has been doing with Leon Dreisaitl over the last little while. He moves into that line, and I thought he was that was his best game as an Edmonton Oiler.
0: All right, Rocket and John up next on the phone lines. We're looking for someone to finish the play as well. More postgame reaction from both dressing rooms. Oilers fall 4-2 to the Jets. Overtime open line is presented by Heartland Ford. Winnipeg Jets have won four in a row. They knock off the Edmonton Oilers 4-2 tonight at Rogers Place. Important victory for the Winnipeg Jets. It allows them to jump into the first wildcard spot in the Western Conference. They earn up, up to 80 points in 71 games, two ahead of both Nashville and Vancouver. The Oilers remain second in the Pacific with 83 points, three behind Vegas, four ahead of Calgary. Whenever the Oilers score five or more in a game... You can go to 630Ched.com, look for the Japanese Village Goal Light, and print up a coupon for a free appetizer at Japanese Village Triple A Steak Succulent Seafood cooked at your table. Celebrate your senses. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. we have Rocket standing by. Rocket, thanks a lot for calling. Go ahead.
8: Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. So you know, you, you know you're all, as far as sports is concerned, you're always going to live to fight another day, right? This is—I couldn't have said it better than Dave Tippett. His his speech on this whole thing was 100 percent accurate. This isn't a sports thing; it's a it's a human race thing, and it's you know, I've 95 percent my glass is half full all the time, you know, positive. But this is something that you know, I've I've already seen effects with in in you know, my job and even my son's job. His business closed down for 2 days. He hasn't worked in 2 days. Um, because somebody came back and and uh, you know they wanted to, to clean their office and that's what they that's what they do for a living right so and I work in the IT industry and, and uh, now you know everybody's coming up with con- contingency plans to how do we get you know from an IT perspective how do you get people to work from home so they don't have to go to work right like you can do that these days it's it's pretty simple to, to do so every business is thinking about this and and is on it which is a great thing and uh i i'm just surprised at how quick um you know like uh it's it's affected uh you know you know me and 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 even the uh the industry that i work in and how quickly people are reacting to it and and you know wanting to uh contain
0: it yeah Thanks, Rocket, and I agree. Dave Tippett was uh, very well-spoken when asked about the coronavirus and the NBA's decision and what might or might not happen with the National Hockey League moving forward. 4-2, the Jets able to uh, win it tonight. You can call in about the game. You can call in about the uh, decision by the NBA and what the NHL uh, might want to do. We understand you might need to talk about it tonight. Uh, just some stats of note. Ethan Baer plays twenty-seven forty tonight. Wow, Darnell Nurse plays 27:20. Where were Clefbaum and Larson? Clefbaum played 20:43. Larson played 19:23. Man, they leaned heavily on Nurse and Bear tonight.
1: Well, yeah, they did. And then you look down, and the third pairing uh, played. Well, Matt Benning only played 10 minutes tonight, which so, is typical for how he's used
0: by as of staff, late. Yeah,
1: as of late. And and Caleb Jones plays 13 minutes. Uh, yeah, they they're relying on their top four an awful lot. Um, I would expect if in the next game I would think that you will see Russell back in next game I don't. I think there might be a rotation now amongst their their, their bottom pairing, there will be three guys in two spots because I think they want to have them all going uh, but again, this was a game that the Oilers probably deserve, well not probably, the, the Oilers did deserve a better fate, there was a, a lot of good things that they saw tonight that we haven't seen out of the Oilers in the last few weeks
0: 4-2 the Jets take this one that is their 37th win of the season. The Oilers also at 37 victories. 7804960063. We have John standing by. John, thanks for calling. You're on Overtime Open Line.
9: Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I guess, um, I'm actually, even though the Oilers lost, I'm quite happy that uh, they got more shots on goal. Um, you know, Hella Buck is a really good goalie. And, you know, it'll be a learning experience for them. I mean, the more shocked you get on a goal, the more goals you're going to score. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, as far as the um, NBA um, canceling their season, um, that's a tough one. I'm, uh, I'm perplexed by that because, you know, the virus is pretty low in the States and, uh, uh, you know, um, logic and you know, and panic can be panic can be a, you know uh, a real um, serious issue when you start panicking. Um, and I hope the Chill doesn't, at this time, take the same uh, precautions. Um, you know, and because fact that people are paying for tickets, that the season is is winding down, the postseason is happening. Uh, you know, not only are the owners, but other teams are are doing very good. And unless you have a really well and I and I, uh, sorry, Brownie, I, I I don't agree with you uh, on that point, but uh, I do respect it. And I think you have to wait. I think you have to wait to see what, you know, what transpires here. All you
1: right. Can't, you can't cancel every sport. Well, know, remember, John,
0: it's, the NBA is suspending the season. They're not canceling it. They could very well return. But they're, gonna, they're, they're but suspending the, the, it for the time. The problem
1: game. is, so today one of the NBA players got, he was tested positive. Therefore, everyone he's at, in contact with has got to be quarantined. So now that's one team that can't play. So how do you continue a league when you have a team that can't play?
0: And it looks like they might ask all the teams that the Jazz played in the last couple of weeks, which includes the Raptors, to, to be tested. self-isolate as so well.
1: So, again, this, is, this isn't the, the NBA wasn't, the, the commissioner's not just saying on his own. Medical professionals who go to university, who study this, who, who have a lot more education than, than we do, are the ones that are closing down arenas that are saying that you can't have public gatherings. So this isn't uh, a, a hockey player or, or a basketball player and saying, you know what, we better stop this now. These are people with a lot better education than us are saying this is what you have to do to stop a pandemic. So I don't think they're doing it. And you never look at, okay, there's people that paid for tickets or there's someone that's having a good season. We want to make the playoffs or the playoffs are almost here. we got to keep, that is not a reason to keep playing sports. This is much bigger than sports, and if stopping it now and, and, and slowing down the pandemic helps by shutting down these leagues, well, then good. Then you can start the league up later, but if there's people out there that, uh, whose livelihoods is following pandemics and dealing with pandemics and they feel that this is the best course of action, I'm going to listen to them before I listen to someone who's disappointed that the season's not going to play and their team's not going to be on the ice.
0: All right, here's what did happen on the ice tonight on the scoreboard for Edmonton Trailer looking for parts service rentals or new and used semi-trailers. Head to edmontontrailer.com. Blues beat the Ducks 4-2. Blackhawks ring up the Sharks 6-2. Avalanche lead the Rangers 2-1 late in the third, early in the third. Senators and Kings 1-1. Here at Rogers Place, the Jets win 4-2 over your Edmonton Oilers. More from you, more po- post-game reaction as we move along. Heartland Ford overtime open line. Thanks for joining us tonight. The Winnipeg Jets beat the Edmonton Oilers 4-2. The, the Oilers, who had been 4-1-1 in their last six games while getting outshot by a margin of basically 40-26 to 26 per game, I'll round off a couple of decimal points. Tonight, the Oilers have a 38-25 advantage in shots and, uh, and lose. We're talking about the game, we're talking about the NBA's decision to suspend its season, and what the NHL could do here moving forward. Andre Picard is the uh, health reporter and a columnist at the Globe and Mail, Rob. What has he written today?
1: And this is my wife sent. She was listening to us tonight, so it's rare that my wife listens to me anywhere. So she's listening to us tonight. She heard uh, the last caller, and this is what my wife sent me by text, and this is a quote quoted from uh, Andre Picard. She said, or he said, Italy has an excellent health care system, and yet COVID-19 has hit it like a bomb according to a senior official, a grim reality that should serve as a cautionary tale for Canadian health officials. The time to prepare for the worst is now. We need to, in the immortal, if cliched words, of hockey great Wayne Gretzky, skate to where the puck is going, not where it has been. That is why you are being very cautionary on what is going on in the world, and that's why the NBA has suspended it knowing that the best course of action to stop the pandemic is to not have public gatherings of 18,000 people in close proximity.
0: Okay, Jets take down the Oilers 4-2 this evening. We have Daryl on the line. Daryl, thanks a lot for calling. Go ahead, sir. Hi, Daryl. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. The
7: game tonight was,
0: yeah, a couple of bounces, Oilers would
7: have won. You know, just that's how the game went. Uh, back on the uh, the virus thing, it's like, uh, uh, you know what? What do you say? It's uh, it's a shock. It's incredible that the uh, this uh, lands in our lap. But uh, totally agree. It's it, it's you know, sports is a is is one of those things that it's a it's a fun thing. It's not a matter of life and death. Uh, I mean, there is money involved, ABC, you know. But the fact is that. We have to protect the, the overall integrity of our life, rather than just, you know, we have to just go forward. And um, NBA, uh, kudos for them to put it up even before the, you know, I would have thought that this would have happened before there was a, a, a virus outbreak. So, um, you know, it, it is what it is, and um, let's deal with this thing and uh, learn from it because the fact is that uh, we're a world, world. Uh, you know we travel everywhere now. We, you know, like they're talking about. You know, NHL goes overseas to play hockey everywhere, and NBA does it. Uh, you know, baseball does it, and uh, we're we're an international community now. So we have to deal with it. And um, it's not about money. It's about taking care of uh, the future and stuff like that. So um, that's my thought on it. I mean, thanks. tonight lose. Oilers lose tonight, but uh, you know what? Life moves on. I'm hoping that they don't, uh, as, as, a, as a fan, I hope they don't uh, drop it off But uh, as far as the season. But you know what? It goes.
0: Alright, thanks, Gerald. We appreciate it. 780-496-0063 to uh, reach us tonight. Before we uh, get to more phone calls and Jason's going to finish the play next, let's go back down to the Oilers Hall of Fame room. We have a collection of Oilers players here as, as it was all done in a uh, podium-style format courtesy of GCL Diesel. Genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices. GCLdiesel.com. Well,
2: I guess, Connor, we have to start. I don't know if you know about what happened in the NBA, them canceling, their, suspending their season and just obviously bigger things going on. get the game in a sec but just kind of your reaction when you heard that
10: um yeah I mean obviously uh you know we heard um still a little fresh so you know we uh haven't had time to digest or anything like that so um yeah I mean obviously it's unfortunate but you know public health and, and safety is is uh is a, a priority and, and is more important than uh, than any sporting event right now so um you know obviously they decided to suspend it and see where it goes from there but um, you know the NHL I'm sure is going to review and, and they'll, uh, they'll make a decision whether or not uh, keep playing but you know that's out of our hands
2: and uh, the game tonight I guess just maybe a little role reversal from the last few games you know you guys played quite well the other team had a hot goal in the third period
10: yeah I mean that's karma um, you know we've had a couple games where we've gotten points where we probably didn't deserve points um, you know and, and, uh, and tonight you know I thought uh, our game was pretty good uh, no, I don't get any points, so that's the way it goes. But
4: Darnell, did, were the players on the ice aware at any time tonight that the NBA had suspended? Was anyone talking about it ever?
11: Uh, it wasn't really a conversation. Everyone was really worried about the game. Um, we're, we became a little more aware of it, and uh, there's you no know, small conversations and whatnot after the game, uh, but it's, the conversation was pretty fresh. It was, the game just ended, so it's going to be, uh, you know, it goes to the league, goes to the PA, and there's a, there's a discussion that does, definitely has to be made.
4: So, you know, the guys in the NBA, it's indefinitely suspended. They're going to figure out how long it's for. Uh, there's a lot of reason to believe the NHL will go the same way tomorrow. Can you just sort of think about how, you know, here you've got a great season going and there's a possibility that it might just stop tomorrow. What do you think about that?
11: Well, yeah, obviously it, uh, the, the, the suspension of the season, I think that's that's important that so far it's, it's suspended uh, in the NBA. That's uh, it stinks for, for anyone, but, you know, like Connor said, you got to put uh, public safety and public health ahead of everything. I mean, I think, uh, you know, obviously it's, uh, it's an unfortunate situation, but, um, you know, sport and, and lives, it's, it's two things that uh, are very, uh, very different, so you got to worry about uh, one over the other.
10: As players, what do you guys want to do? Would you prefer to play in an empty building? Would you rather suspend it? What, do you, what, do you, what are your feelings? Well, we're, uh, we'll wait and see what the decision is, and, and we'll, uh, we'll cross that bridge when, we, if and when it happens. So, um,
2: yeah. Okay.
5: Uh, Tyler, before we ask you any questions about the NBA suspending their season and what might happen to the NHL, it was a weird game, and that there were some very strange goals being scored on both sides before the third period.
10: Don't you see it? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's frustrating on my end. I could add a few. I um, thought we created a lot of chances, but um, Hellebuck played outstanding. He made a lot of crazy saves, and that was probably the difference.
4: Uh, Leon, uh, leagues across the world now are calling her quits or or slowing down the NBA, as you know. Said they're going to suspend play. Uh, What are your thoughts on what lies next for the NHL and you know, just tell us what you think about that?
11: Well Obviously they they came out with a a statement during the game there Um, I To be honest with you only know just a little bit of it what what they were saying, but um, You know obviously um, You know this isn't up to us players, you know, Uh, the health of uh, People is is more important so um, yeah, I think like we all said, uh, we're going to leave this up to the doctors and uh, to the officials.
4: Tyler, you played a long time. You've probably seen some, you know, different things along the way. Uh, where would a suspended season rank in your experience as a player? Ever seen anything like it?
10: Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's unpredictable and it's unfortunate. But like Leon said, the health of uh, the public is obviously more important. Um, It's frustrating, but, uh, yeah, we're going to leave it up to the doctors, and I think
0: we'll get briefed more tomorrow on it. All right, so a series of comments from Connor McDavid, Darnell Nurse, Tyler Ennis, and Leon Dreisaitl after the Oilers' 4-2 loss to the Jets, and they're asked as much about the uh, NBA suspending its season as they are about this game.
1: One thing that happened tonight in the NBA, when obviously they they suspended the season starting tomorrow, there was a game played between the Knicks in Atlanta and Atlanta, Vince Carter great Toronto yep. Raptor, finishing his, seat, his career this year in Atlanta. And at the end of the game, they were in overtime. There was 15 there was 19 seconds to go in the game in overtime. The game was over. New York was up by 6 or 7. They subbed Vince Carter into the game. He threw the ball in, in rounds. They st- went down to the other far end. The Knicks let him take a three-pointer, and he drained a three-pointer, which may be his last shot if the suspension or if the suspension of the league turns into a cancellation of the league, maybe the last shot he ever takes in the National Basketball Association, he drains a three-pointer. Vince Carter, nice moment there in a very well, sad and uncertain time. Seven eight
0: zero four nine six zero zero six three. Jason is standing by. Jason, you're also going to be our finish the play guy tonight. But what's on your mind?
6: Oh, uh, just, just how it's going to affect sports. You start to look at it overall. It's, we're going to enter into baseball season here shortly, and they're they're entering in their season as we're exiting off. So we have a bigger challenge And we start to look at the calendar. But truthfully, it's the pandemic. We always look at the person and the, the public safety first and looking at the business second. But that's what's really on my mind right now.
1: You're right. It, it is. I mean, right now going on, you've got playoffs in basketball and hockey and all the European sports. they got their playoffs going on. Baseball starting. The NCAA, the March Madness, which to me... I mean, that was, the to me, the the start of a trigger today. Because that... In, and I lived in the States for 16 years, I think it is. Super Bowl is the number one biggest event in, in the United States. And right after it is Mar- March Madness. It is huge in the United States. So when they decided they were going to play the men's and women's NCAA, and I think there's like 65 games or something along that line, in, in men's and more in women, and they were going to play them without fans, that, to me, said something about what was going to happen next because if they're pulling the plug on fans and for 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 the ncaa that opened up the other leagues to say you know what uh safety first and i i i expected at that point that more were going to start to to tumble by
0: and whatever happens in sports we'll deal with it i mean because of uh work stoppages we've had no world series we've had no nhl season we've had the length of seasons altered. Mm -hmm. I I mean, sports will deal with it, whatever happens. If the NHL says, okay, regular season ended March 11th, and uh, once everything's better, the playoffs start April 15th, like we were talking about with points percentage determining standings, they'll deal with it. I mean, that's just, if anything should be able to just roll with it, It's, it's sports, I would hope.
6: Gee. One of the things too, you start to actually look at is one we don't really talk about. I'm a NASCAR guy. Look at me. People go to a NASCAR oh, event, and we're coming right. off the big one, Daytona 500. We're talking about 18,000 people going to Rogers Place. That's a drop in a bucket for a NASCAR race every Sunday or Saturday. So we start to actually look at it overall. There's other events that we haven't even talked about that draw even more than even just March Madness. Well, on a basis. didn't
1: didn't isn't the Formula One? Didn't they cancel some Formula One as well?
0: I'm not too certain to be uh, I think with Formula you. One called off a couple of races. Yeah.
1: Well, there was actually a thing on T—I think it was TSN on their website. They had a list of all the sporting events around the world that has been canceled, and I, and I scrolled for about ten seconds. Like, there's thousands of events around the world that have been canceled and we're talking leagues that both there's two european hockey leagues that have canceled the rest of their scenes they're not playing playoffs there's soccer te- leagues that have been canceled it's i mean this is a, a worldwide pandemic and it's it's affecting sports which really is is the last thing that most of us should be worried about because there's so many other people that are being affected by this in far much worse ways than missing their favorite team play
0: Okay, we're going to finish the play with Jason, who already has up to eight days parking at JetSet Parking. Book online, jetsetparking.com. Self-park as low as $5.98 per day with the promo code CHED. Jets D to D, big hit Yamamoto. He flattened Pionk, who had to kind of shake that helmet back into place. That was a hard hit by Yamamoto. Okay, Jason. What, in what stat category does Kyler Yamamoto lead the Oilers for the entire season? Is it shots on goal or plus-minus? Plus-minus. <laughs> How easy was that? Uh, a joke. <laughs> that's, my, that's my goal. Good stuff. Jason, hang on the line. Your name's going into the grand prize draw for one hour. Private track rental at Fast Track Indoor Carding. That's valued at 1000 bucks. Good for up to you and 20 of your friends at Fast Track Indoor Carding. Oilers lose 4-2 to the Jets. We'll uh, get to a couple more phone calls. Jets head coach Paul Maurice when we get back. Overtime open line presented by Heartland Ford. Winnipeg Jets helped their playoff positioning tonight with a 4-2 win over the Oilers. When will the next NHL games be? We should get news on that tomorrow morning as the NBA has suspended its season. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Trombley, you're on with Robin Reed. Go ahead.
5: Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Great. Uh, uh, I was just wondering, um, you guys uh, applaud the Oilers when they have good games and whatnot, but it it seems like you don't hold hold them accountable when they have bad games or directly. Um, I was just wondering, uh, do you guys work for the Oilers or the um, Ched?
0: I work for Ched. Oh, so you could
5: uh, hold some of the players accountable, could you not?
0: We do it all the time.
5: Oh, geez, uh, I listen to you guys all the time and I... Just heard nothing but
1: applauses. Really? Uh, the, the Oilers won. They won. Uh, they just went four-one and one on their last little stand. And we talked about how they played poorly, how they didn't deserve to win, how the only reason they oh. won those games because their goaltender stood on his head. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, I've heard that. Uh, then when where where did we not hold them accountable? You know, when we told them, we said that the team wasn't very good. Oh,
5: uh, yeah, well you hold uh, the team. Uh, select the player. Uh, well, let's go with Dreisaitl, and I know you won't agree with me, Rob, because uh, you're in love with him, but um, I would say that in the last two games, he was somewhere direct accountable for losing
1: those two games. No, I, I don't think he was accountable for losing the game. He made a couple of mistakes. I don't think he was good last game. I thought he was outstanding tonight. Turned the puck over at the blue line that created a chance against, yes. And yeah, we but, called it. We said it was a bad play. Uh, yeah, it's a bad play. Yeah, uh, absolutely it was. The, what about the, the shutout that uh, yeah. Koskinen didn't yeah, get? Yeah, that was a bad play.
5: Well, let's say that, uh, hey, uh, he, he, he's a better player than those dumb mistakes
1: that he makes. Mistakes happen all the time. All all great players make mistakes. Uh, The Winnipeg Jets won tonight. I could find... I could go on the video and find 20 mistakes that they made. Good players made. Their goalie made a dumb mistake. Their goaltender was the best player in the game tonight. It was his dumb mistake that created the Tyler Ennis goal. Yeah.
5: Um, And... Schmidty, he made a kind of a blunder there on their goal.
1: Yeah, well, he made three blunders tonight. Three mistakes he made behind the net. One created a goal, and two created scoring chances against. Yeah, I mean, Uh, just just because a a player makes a mistake, we're not gonna. I mean, we're not gonna say okay, he had a horrible game because he made a mistake. uh,
5: Don't get me wrong. Uh, The Oilers are my favorite team, Uh, but boy, some of the some of the players sometimes they make. Pretty dumb mistakes. And, well, if, uh, if,
1: if there weren't mistakes in sport, every game would be 0-0. Mistakes are made by the best players on both teams all the time. Patrick Liney made a number of mistakes tonight, but I'd still take him on my team. Shifley turned the puck over a couple times in key situations. I'd love to have Mark Shifley on my team. The, and, and again, the best player in the game tonight by far was Hellebeck. And it was his mistake that, that, that gave the Oilers life uh, in the game and gave the Oilers a big goal by Ennis. But if, if you pound down on a player, if, so if, if when Leon makes his mistake, if you sit him out and doesn't play the rest of the game because of the mistake, you just took away your best player. If the Winnipeg Jets, when Hellebuck made his bonehead play behind the net, if you would have pulled him there, well, you just you you'd probably lose the hockey game because you just pulled your 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 superstar goalie. Mistakes happen every game. Connor McDavid makes mistakes. Oscar Clefbaum made a mistake tonight on the Leon. Dry settled turnover, Oscar can't be jumping up on that one. He got caught, ran into the boards, fell down, turned into a two-on-one, eventually a breakaway. I mean, I, I think that the one thing that the Edmonton Oilers organization and 630 Chet has allowed us to do is be honest about the team, and we are, uh, we are critical, critical when uh, it's deserved. Tonight was a game that we felt the Oilers played well and didn't get what they deserved. This is a game they outplayed the Winnipeg Jets, but unfortunately for tonight they ran into a hotter goaltender.
0: All right, Jets beat the Oilers 4-2. Their head coach is Paul Maurice, courtesy BDO First Call Debt Solutions, Bankruptcies and Consumer Proposals, License Insolvency Trustees.
12: So we really liked our start. It was, it was perfect in a lot of ways. Uh, and then I, I, I thought that, that both teams um, – so, I mean, I'll speak to ours. I didn't think we, we were great after the other team scored. There was a block of time. There, there was I felt the momentum shifts on the bench were bigger, uh, maybe for the weight of the game for our team. Um, but handled it, went into after two, kind of feeling maybe the way we did uh, after two, uh, our last trip. And I, I think at the end of the day, that what's fair to say is that we, we probably um, – had far better offense in our last game in here and they had far better offense in this game and the goaltenders were uh, the difference in both kyle connor's played tonight just continuing yeah he's he's that that line kind of is in and around it all the time whether they score or they don't they generate some big chances so he's in alone uh mark gets in alone kyle's back in the slot by himself and and rosalik's down the pipe so We had enough, like the high end. It was a bit like the Vegas game, but the high end of our our chances were good. The volume was theirs. Blank was saying how
7: distracting it was to play after
12: hearing the second period. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that they knew. Had I known that, I'd have said something. (laughs) Certainly looked like it in the second period. Um, It's real, right? Like this is professional athletes for sure. They, all of these guys have gotten here because they've shown the ability to stay focused at a higher level than other people, right? That's kind of the weeding out process. You get very elite people that are that are good at it. Whether it's you give up a goal or you lose two games in a row, refocusing, they're, they're elite at it. And then there's a threshold for all of us. We cross that threshold into something serious, uh, and then it is a distraction. And... and uh, um, Again, it is such a serious issue that it's hard to separate the two.
0: As Paul Maurice, head coach of the Winnipeg Jets, career game number 1600, coached by him tonight, the uh, Winnipeg Jets win it four two. Our adjustment of the game is for the Alberta College and Association of Chiropractors. If it hurts, see a chiropractor. Visit albertachiro.com. Well, I think the Oilers made the adjustment. They got more shots. They got more pucks to the net, but they didn't go in tonight. Uh, they, they finally outshoot a team, 38-25, but they do not get the victory. Okay, quickly, final call. The night's going to go to Robert. Robert, go ahead. Hey, read How you
5: doing? Good. I I I was gonna do a longer call. I know you're limited on
0: time, but I'll tell you this. Fortunately they got it exactly right. The the NBA, you think?
5: I got actually have some history about this. I'd love to talk to you about it offline. It's a rather lengthy conversation. But my, my uh, family was directly involved in the original research that led to some of the health care initiatives that are happening today. And I could talk to you about it offline because I know you got limited time.
0: Well, you can call me on Inside Sports tomorrow. You're welcome to do that.
1: Sound good? That, that, yeah, it'd be interesting to hear that. And as another thing, just aside a quick one, the NBA has told five teams that had in the, in, to self-quarantine. After playing against the the gentleman, I think see on Utah, the player that. Has been tested positive, so the last five teams that played against them have been told to self-quarantine for 14 days. Another reason it's hard to play in the NBA right now because that makes five teams in self-quarantine. All right. Well,
0: obviously more on this story as we go along on 6:30, uh, Chad Global News Radio 880 Global Television here in Edmonton, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the NHL decides to do. Always get more on 6:30, Chad.com, GlobalNews.ca, including on this game. Kyle Connor scores twice in the third, and the Jets beat the Oilers. 4 two. Thanks to Scott Johnson and Brendan Escott for getting all your post game audio. Thanks to Kellen Kennedy our studio producer and to Troy Bowler our engineer here at Rogers Place. Oilers Hockey is presented by World of Spas. Overtime Open Line presented by Heartland Ford. Our next broadcast is scheduled for Friday. 5.30 face-off show game at 7. Oilers against the New York Islanders. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Thanks a lot for listening. Have a great night.